We're Blender Style, and we like noise. So today we're talking about the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. More noise and other disturbances, released in 1992. Cheers, Cheers boys. gentlemen. Cheers. I want to know. We've all talked about Ska at some point. Everybody knows about Ska, and it was just inevitable that we would, one of us would, I would hope one day pick a Ska album. Is this our first Ska album? I think it is. I think it is, This is definitely. Good pick for the first Ska album. Why did you pick this Mighty Mighty Boss Tones album? Because it's kind of like, it might be my favorite. It might be my favorite. It's their second album. Um... I really love that it has. This is what I like the, about the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. They're punk, they're hardcore, and they're ska. Like, they, they are got the, pretty they're crazy. They're pretty mix. good riffs and stuff. They can get heavy at times. They're fast, and those horns are like, I mean, I don't know. They, they throw killer. a lot of energy in them. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. The energy is very high in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it sure. is heavy, and I think. What's crazy is like this is pretty accessible. Like I can play this around anyone. Mm-hmm. But Dickie Barrett's vocals are like damn near death metal. Not really, but you know what I mean. He's just like one of my comments on this was the vocals on this are crazy. Not the style you would think. They're almost like that bluesy, like uh, smoker's voice thing going on, uh, but with a high energy. And he's almost. just shouting oh, at the top so of his good. lungs, just like right below what would be too much. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's great. Um, so good. And then the horns, like like Nathan said earlier, the horns add so much energy to this and they really kind of carry it. Um, um, and it adds drama. Like Yeah, for sure. Like there's like, an emotion to this. For sure. And it's like, it takes you on a journey and it's wacky. Were you familiar with Mighty Mighty Boston so, before this? Except for like the singles, we all know yeah, the impression I, I that say, you get. And I want to say Chris was kind of into the Mighty Mighty Boston's at the time, but I don't remember. I know somebody we hung out with at the time was, um, but I never got into them. They weren't really my thing, and you know I was more that I don't want to listen to anything like that's on the radio kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, coming back to this and, and actually giving it a chance, I was kind of surprised on on how good it actually was. Uh, real so quick, I want real quick. I want to mention. So this was their second album, yeah. and it was like a big hit on the college radio at the time, and right, that's I what eventually that got them signed to this. And this is their last release on an independent label. After this, they kind of went mainstream. I mean, they started in '83. Uh huh. So let's let's because let's bring this up because you were like you you didn't listen to stuff that was kind of you know big. You know, mm-hmm. you kind of shied away from it. And people that weren't really around, let's you know, they might be like they'll look at this album and be like what this was around like ska was a big thing at one point well you know, me and matt know the like guy who invented 90s. ska <laughs> yeah we had a friend that used to lie about everything including yeah. inventing ska yeah he invented ska and skanking <laughs> we're pretty sure he did not so this I'm is sure he did. of course he didn't uh so this is like <laughs> even considered like third wave like ska you know you know? Really? Yeah, they're like the pioneers of it. I think you. Uh, but there was like waves of ska before this, before '92. Yeah, dude, you got like, you know, ska obviously originates from you know reggae, and uh, so you had like the two tone. You had uh, like there's yeah, it's all. I like never actually sub- put that together, but it makes a lot of sense now. You could kind of hear the underlying themes and stuff in it. Yeah, yeah so it's like, like the up these up guys and stuff. These guys were definitely into like you know the british like you know the madness 
the selectors, the specials, like that's who they were influenced by. But then also at the same time, like SSD control, which is like, you know, like a, like a legendary, like hardcore, like straight edge, hardcore band. Um, they influenced this band. I would say, uh, so Dickie Barrett is like a staple within like Boston, Mm -hmm. like hardcore and stuff. Like it's like, so he kind of came from that underground scene. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay. For sure. Which makes a lot of sense because like, like we were saying, like the vocal style is kind of more towards like akin to a hardcore kind of tone. Even Uh, the riffage. I mean, like I even hear suicidal at times. So it's fast as fuck. Some of this is So there's some really cool, like one of my things is I put that there's some really cool guitar riffs, but I also think that like the guitars push so far back, you don't notice it unless you're like really paying attention to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is kind of like one of my, things that bugs me about it because i kind of wish the guitar on there's like two songs that i really think it was um so um what's at stake and i'll drink to that i feel like the guitar riffs on that those two songs are really good but they're pushed so far back that they kind of they kind of get like lost in the mix or whatever but overall it's it's really crazy how they do it and there's a lot of like um polka influences to uh in it as well Mm -hmm. like a lot of polka beats and stuff which i thought was kind of cool that i never caught on to yeah yeah which I thought was really cool. And the drumming's pretty killer on this, too. The drum tone on this sounds great. There's like eight people that play on this. And yeah. I don't think that counts the guy that dances around. You mean seizure <laughs> support? Yeah, so there's this urban myth. <laughs> when I was growing up, I was like, that guy's there in case uh, Dickie Barrett has a seizure and they'll help him. Yeah. I'd never heard that until you said it earlier, but that just it's kind of crazy because that's the kind of shit we would believe when we were kids. Yeah, again, like that guy you're saying was lying about everything. That's one of them. Um, And that guy's still pulling his weight more than some of the guys in Slipknot. (laughs) (laughs) What I actually really like about this is is the lyrics also, because like, like if you really listen to these lyrics, this is a guy that is thinking all the time. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even like, you know, where did you go? Like, you know. Love that song. Like how he goes through, like, you know, turn the... You know, like how he just goes through all these different things. You know, there's a lot, lot of nuances. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah really and cool. then, uh, also in other things, I feel like he's like kind of like a deep thinker. Maybe I'm looking into it a he little too much. Shit. Yeah, no, I tend I, to agree, dude. I listened to some interviews when he was like in the 90s, which are hard to watch because I think he was drunk and stuff. But I got, I kind of get that sense. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Boston boy, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, he was he was drinking a lot of Sam Adams. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I I just love how this. I really wish I could have seen this era of them live, and like, uh, also there's a uh, they did a benefit show that was recorded, and it's on YouTube. You could look it up, just like the My My Boston's live, and it's kind of like something that was probably like I don't know, like four years ago. And I put it on and my son digs it. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. like, it's just a good time and everybody is just having a it's good time. It's just good music, They sound dude. good. They're good musicians. Uh, but I really love the energy of this uh And it's a good energy record. that's not, like, overly goofy. It's fun and, like, quirky, but it's not, like, I, I still take it seriously. Yeah, I yeah, think exactly. it's, like, the boys being boys, too. Like, you know, I, like, when these guys, like, got together, like, to play, I'm sure it was, like, in a fucking way too many of them in a small room mm-hmm. well i mean and, like, and, and drinking beers and smoking cigarettes <laughs> i really love the like i said i really love the energy in this 
but like you know recorded wise like you know there are some faults in it mm-hmm. but besides that like i think that's kind of somewhat the charm but like is there any like negatives that you i have in? no beefs i have like two beefs and one is kind of like what you touched on the recording of it and i don't know if it's just because it was an independent release or what i feel like like i mentioned earlier i feel like the guitars are pushed back too far on a couple songs but other than that it's not like a huge negative it's just something mm-hmm. that it's more of a oh i wish i could hear that better without paying a lot of attention but at the same time i don't know if that would distract from the rest of the music because i feel like a lot of this is is the beat and the horns and stuff I also, and that's what carries the energy i also think the horns are probably pretty heavy too because uh, like i said like uh, i mean like they're obviously not the first to do it right yeah but i think uh they were kind of when they there was no big wave of ska when they were doing this. So when they came out with this, Mm -hmm. uh, they were making a statement like, Hey, we're a fucking punk band, but we're up here with fucking brass instruments. Hey, we're like, you know what I mean? Like we're here to party. And they're in the videos like very prominently and stuff. It's definitely like, and I love that about it. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a highlight is the horns. Yeah. Yeah. I love that it, Okay, sorry. No, no, that's fine. And and then at the same time, I feel like the more popular songs, like Where Did You Go, mm-hmm. are kind of falters on this album to me. I disagree completely. I, feel I like, love that I song. I feel like the big band, like Awfully Quiet, um, Dr. D. Dr. D is um, great. All Drank to That. Those are like the, the songs that really like put that big brass over the top ska, like funk, plaid feeling kind of to it <laughs> where the the slower kind of radio friendly pop songs were the ones that i was like eh. and i don't know if that's just because those were the ones that were played on the radio all the time but i feel like they're kind of a disconnect from the rest of the album to me this mm. yeah but this band was especially this album wasn't overplayed on the radio no it wasn't but that's not there was like two or three songs that were over their album that came out a couple albums after this one mm-hmm. with uh uh the impression that i get there's some good tracks um, on this. Oh, yeah, okay. It's a decent album. It's not better than this one, I don't think. Okay. And, but that song's hella overplayed. That song was overplayed. I feel like that song and then the Where Did You Go was kind of played like crazy on the radio at the same time, um, which was off this album. Um, and that is like, that's the big disconnect on this album for me. Uh, with that said, I still think it's a good album. It's fun. I give it a 3.5. I thought it was nice. fun. Uh, the, the pacing throughout the whole album is really good. Uh, some of the parts could use a bit of like remix or readjust them on the level, but uh, overall, I think it's a fun album. And I was actually surprised because I never listened to one of their full albums before. I thought they were all just radio friendly hits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that was kind of my impression that mm-hmm. I got going into it. Did was, you ever knock on wood? Uh, I did, and because uh, that was like the only thing I really knew going into yeah, it. Yeah, and like I picked up. Uh, uh, where'd you go recently? Like I just threw it on a playlist. I was like, oh, I fucking love this song, but I didn't listen to the album. So when you picked it, I was like, oh, cool. I'll get to experience the whole thing. I give it a 3.7 out of five, dude. Oh, nice. Uh, I have no beef with it. I think it's a real fun album. I'll listen to this a bunch. I think yeah. this is a great band. I listened to a handful of their other albums and I like this one the best. So yeah. you saying it's like their best. I'm probably not going to disagree with you at 30 minutes, dude, to just put it on. Like yeah, everyone can, likes listening you to it. Through it yeah. And that's the thing. Nobody's going to complain that this is on if you're at a party. Yeah. It's fucking awesome, dude. Good, good music. Nathan, yeah. your pick mighty, mighty Boston's. So just to reply, I think some of the recording, like how you bring that up. Uh, I think that's the charm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I all, 
I have to say that this band is underrated and that people should go listen to the Miami Mighty Boston's. Um, I give it a 4.5. Nice. I think it's a great record. Um, it's a lot of fun. And uh, it kind of started another like kind of subculture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know that Ska kind of gets poked fun at and like is a meme and stuff now and on Saturday Night Live and shit like that. <laughs> Uh, but there's some of us that have always liked ska and fucking love the influences that come from the reggae side. And we love the influences of, you know, it also going into other punk rock and stuff, you know. I like ska because it is more musical. Mm-hmm. Like there, it's closer to classical music than regular punk rock is. You know what I mean? So it kind of ties into that. Some of the players that play horns in ska bands also play like classical music or yeah. blues and things like that. Or they sit in on like an Imperial Triumphant album. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. the band Voodoo Glow Skulls. Love Voodoo Glow Skulls. Dude. Yeah, like uh, you know, uh, band Super Geek Fast. Mafia. Yeah, the album where you like the kids like walking home with the, you know, like the trombone or whatever. That's rad. But you're like. Yeah, dude, fucking good pick, man. Yeah. yeah. We are Blender Sound. That was the Miami Miami Boss Tones. More noise and other disturbances. Thanks for watching. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Oh, he did it. <laughs>